Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special edition of Jordan and Drew, the sports crew, the EWC girls basketball preview. So football's over. Now we finished, we did a football recap. So go listen to that if you have not. And now we're talking EWC girls basketball and we got the perfect desk for it. Of course, Robert Schimmick. Robert, how you doing tonight? Doing great. That's awesome. And yeah, we're going to do a girls basketball preview episode for the Eastern Wisconsin Conference. And you'll be hearing this on a Thursday. And then tomorrow, we, that what will be released is the EWC boys basketball preview. So that'll be a great episode as well. And let's get right into it here. We're going to talk about the girls basketball season now. So we got, I mean, Robert, you made some posts already about the power rankings for the girls. You did the top 10 players and, um, I guess we'll go from bottom to top here. We're going to start with the Chilton Tigers. I mean, other than having Olivia Hurl, who you you put actually at the number four in the conference for players, I mean, not really much from this Chilton Tigers team, is there? No, I believe they won one game last year. Maybe maybe they won one more. I think they won one game last year. One, yep. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, she just – I mean, she she's a decent player. I think I, I watched her play, I think, once – She's the bright spot on this really uh, thin team. I mean, Chilton only averaged 26 points per game last year, and she had 16 of those. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, really the only – yeah, I, she's really their only – hopefully she can just score for them this year. And I think her and Sadie Bartles are their two best players. I think Hurl, she'll just – she'll average 18 points a game and – She'll just get her shots. They'll just go through her, and that's pretty much what this Chilton team will be about. Yeah, and we saw her last year getting first-team all-conference recognition, so presumably she's going to repeat that again this year, but we'll, we'll see what happens, and we'll move on to the next team, the Sheboygan Falls Falcons. So this team really, I mean, it's been a couple of years now for this Falcons team um, when they had success. I mean, last year, 1-13 in conference, 4-16 and 16 overall. I mean, to, we haven't seen someone really step over our team since Emma Woolert was that conference player of the year. I believe that was already two years ago. So um, looking, I mean, for this Falls team, they're just looking for any sort of offense or someone, you know, can put them back on the map like they used to be for such a dominant um, stretch of years. Yeah, um, I mean, they lost their leading score, Amber Spots, Bats from last year. Um, not, I mean, Rihanna Christ and Dayton Thiel, I think will be okay players for them, but yeah, I mean, I remember I watched them. They played that sectional game at Brilliant two years ago when they had Wallert and, uh, those, those good Sheboygan Falls teams. And I remember they won. I'm pretty sure I'm not, I don't know, a long time ago, but anyways, yes. I mean, obviously they just don't have much in, uh, since those teams and, yeah, I mean, not much here for Sheboygan Falls. Hopefully, I think they'll have a better year because I don't think they lose too many besides the leading score. But, yeah, not not too much here to uh, get excited about. But who knows? Yeah, now you're right. Who knows is right. And let's get right to the next team here. Number six, the Ron Cowley Jets. And this team's losing its top two um, players in, um, in Stelzer and Nelson. And they were both first teamers all or last year. And, yeah, with them gone, there's there's a lot of turnover for this Ron Colley Jets girls team. So that's gonna be a big question there. Who who's gonna step in and who's gonna who's gonna fill those missing spots now with those two seniors gone? So what do you think about this Jets team this year? Yeah, I mean they lost, yeah, their top three scores. And I mean, I don't even really know who 
I would even look for. Um, I mean, I, I recognize some of these names, Jenna Garceau, um, Caitlin Fryce, Ellie Jagman, Jenna Schramm. I, I did actually ref one of their games this summer league. I ref one of their summer league games and they looked okay, but I just, they just, they had, they, they shoot it. They're actually, they're, they shot it a lot, but they, I mean, yeah, I don't know. They just, uh, graduation really hit them hard and it, I don't see them re getting a better record than they did last year, losing the players that they did. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, let's move to the next team. We got my Valders Vikings here sitting at number five and I, I got to agree. I, I think the middle of the pack is the right spot for them. It's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, they're losing, they're losing um, Wagner and Brumeyer, both who received conference recognition last year, but they're returning Chris Hummel, who's one of the top players in the conference. So that's definitely going to be a bright spot for this team. They got some other players coming, returning back who got some decent playing time last year and Taylor Hummel as well. And so this Ballard's girls team, I think the middle of the pack is a good spot for them, but It'll, it'll be interesting. Maybe they can sneak up to four. We'll have to wait and see, though. Yeah, I mean, Carissa Hummel, I think I had her at eight. She could be as far as as high as five, I think, or even four. Maybe not. I think, yeah, high as four or five. Um, I just looked at a lot of things. That's kind of how the rankings go. Once you get past your big four, your big three, that middle tiers, you know, really. So I think she's just as good as a Kenzie Graff or a Maya Emmer, but – she, I, I said her lower there just because of finish for conference. But, yeah, I think she, she'll have a good year. And um, Valder, I think Valders will be actually fine. Uh, they've been historically pretty good. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, let's move to number four here. We're seeing the new Holstein Huskies, and that seeing them at number four for the girls, that's, that's good seeing them in the top again. Um, it's been a while for this, this Huskies team for the girls department. And they have, they're returning the second leading score in the conference in Grace Shizzle. So she averaged 16.9 last year. She is coming back for this Husky team. I mean, we saw her as a, she was a sophomore last year. So we'll see her junior year this year. And she was second team last year. And she's definitely going to be the main, the main star for this Husky team. And, I think number four, I think it's a great spot for them. Um, what else do you want to add about the Huskies, Robert? Yeah, uh, Grace Shizzle, uh, I think she had 41 or 42 in a game last year where she just did a bunch of threes, I think, on a bad team. But still, I mean, just scoring 41 just by shooting threes, that means you can shoot. Yeah, she's I, she's the best shooter in the conference, probably the best – she's the best guard in the conference. Um so I think they're going to have to run through her. Lauren Danis, uh, she's a good player. Alyssa Wolfel, some of these names I uh, I uh, recognize. And, I, I mean, I watched them twice last year. They just pretty solid both times. Um, I think, obviously, she, they got to run through Shizzle, and they got to keep getting her shots and just not get her shut down uh, just because, you know, three-point shooters or – predominantly shooters, you know, they can get shut down a little easier. So as long as she's getting her shots and they just play as a team, I, yeah, I think they'll have a pretty good year. Yeah. And now moving to the number two team, this is where it gets a little dicey. You can go Keeler brilliant here. I feel um, we're going to go Keel here. I saw you and I mean, you, so you and Keel as well. I'll, I'll agree with you. I think, I think Keel 
is the better team here, or Brilliant's the better team over the two. So with the Keel Raiders, I mean, this team is returning a good chunk of players who received conference recognition and Corn uh, from Emma Alderman, Allison Ash, and of course Jocelyn, or Jocelyn April as well, and the second team. So they got they have a good group of girls returning for this Raider team, and they're definitely going to be the team that challenges Brilliant the most. I feel in the conference. And uh, what what else do you want to add about this Raiders team? Yeah, you know they got a new coach this year, uh, formerly Brilliant assistant coach Jamie Vandermeuse, and. He'll do a good job. Right now, Keel's losing by two to WLA at halftime in their first game. Um, I, I watched, like, a little bit of it. I just kind of wanted to see what the score is. Yeah, I mean, Jocelyn April, I, I think I'd say she's their best player, along with Emma Edelman. Those are their two best players. And then, you know, Allison Ash rebounds well. Uh, and then you got Brooklyn Munns and uh, – Corinne from she does a good job too shooting and you know being a lengthy guard but I I, I like this uh, Keel team I think they can really give brilliant fits when they play them uh, like I said their coach knows the brilliant system very well so look for that and I, I I mean last year I think it was a one one or two point game. Keel lost to Brilliant. They played them really close both times. And I think they just, I mean, they have four to five really good players who are just deep and they're, they're just, they're just really deep. They don't rely on one or two people, uh, girls to play and a little bit of everything from them. They, they're really uh, balanced. Well, good guards, good forwards. So yeah, I, I, they're definitely a top two team. Yeah, exactly. And of course the team to beat in the conference this year, yet again, the Brilliant Lions are coming off a 21-3 and season, 13-1 and in conference. And looking at this team, I mean, they got – they have the player of the year returning in Megan Schumann. Um, All-conference first team, unanimous, of course. And then plus Maya Emmer as well. And um, just this Brilliant team, they're certainly the team to beat. I mean, Schumann, yeah, 18.4 points a game. Um, just a really great junior class all I, I mean, if you look at the roster, I mean, you see a bunch of class of 2023s because that's that class for basketball for the girls is just something else. Even in boys, I mean, you got Lorenz there as well. And just how do you want to add to this uh, Lions team? You think you think a conference repeat seems likely? Yeah, if they can take care of Keel, I don't see how they don't win the conference. I mean, obviously, I think they're the they're easily the front runner. They won it last year and didn't lose anybody who really contributed last year and. You know, obviously Megan Schumann's the best player by a wide margin in the conference. And then Maya Emmer's just a solid guard. I don't I mean she she doesn't shoot it great. She finishes, she's not a great defender, but she is she handles it as good as anyone in the conference. And she's feisty. And then you got shooters, Aubrey Williams, McKenna Dietrich. You got shooters there. And they're just really, really solid. Olivia Shoe is probably their third best player. I didn't even bring up her. Yeah, really solid, really deep. Elena Schwan too, and it's yeah. I mean, I think I think they obviously will repeat if they can take take care of Keel both times. And yeah, I don't I don't think there's much else. Although they they play they're playing Freedom right now. I think they're down twenty at halftime, and Freedom is I believe probably the favorite to come out to come out of their sectional. Freedom's a really tough team, and. From what I got, they're look Brilliant's looking a little rusty, but they are playing uh, Freedom, who's just a really talented team. But yeah, I 
I don't in conference play. I don't really see them losing more than one or two games, if any. Yeah, I I agree with you. And we got to go back to a team we missed here. I mean, I think they they fall with um, Keel in the terms. I mean, you could even put them with maybe even they challenge Brilliant once in a while, or they could. Uh, the Two Rivers Raiders. We we got to mention here. Uh, I mean, they have they have two of the top five players in the conference, which you mentioned as in your top ten players and. Ali Kakis and Kenzie Graff and this TR team could be could be a tough team to beat I mean they could be a team that could knock off one of those top dogs in the conference like coming back last year eight and six ten and seven overall but they have two great seniors returning in those top in those two in Graff and Kakis so um, yeah we, we missed the Raiders but um, I think they will the two Raiders teams in the conference I think they'll be two tough teams to beat as well yeah, you know, obviously I think uh, I said Schumann's the best player, but Kekis, I don't think she's far off, uh, but she's just – she's the second best player, and I think that's – she's easily the second best player, just a tough post player, and, you know, Graf is in there too. Uh, nothing really else after him, and that's going to be TR's issue this year is when teams are just going to pack it in force them to shoot from the outside and then it's going to be some tough days if they, if teams do that and they can't really shoot from the outside or can't get Kikis and graft touches. But other than that, I mean, I think in general, they'll have a, they'll be in the top three, four of the conference just because of those two players. And yeah. Yep. So to round it out here, I'll read down the lines. Um, We got brilliant one keel two, TR three, New Holstein four, Valders five, the Roncalli Jets at number six, Sheboygan Falls seven, Chilton Tigers eight. So I kind of broke it into some tiers here, Robert. I want to know what you think. I say kind of a top tier here. I think we can we can go Brilliant and Keel. And then I actually, I, I was thinking about it. I put TR at number three based on the fact, I mean, they have that firepower with Graf and Kakis. And then I went in a middle tier. I went New Holstein and Valders, I said. And then the bottom three, I went Jets, Sheboygan Falls, and Chilton. And maybe we could even put Chilton at its... Chilton and uh, Sheboygan Falls on their own tier in the bottom. But what do you think about that? Is there something you change there? Yeah, I'd put Chilton and Sheboygan Falls kind of at the bottom. And then, yeah, I mean, obviously you got uh, who else is – and then Ron – yeah, and Ron Colley, okay. I think they'll just be better than them. And then, yeah, I, I like that middle tier. Valders, uh, New Holstein, I think, are a little comparable. And I, I'd put two rivers in that middle tier – and then, yeah, I think Keel and Brilliant are definitely your top two. I mean, I, I think Brilliant's a lot has higher potential than Keel, but at times, you know, they, they're kind of up and down. So, yeah, I think that's your top tier. Perfect. And, um, yeah, I mean, we talked about, like, this EWC the, in, for girls basketball. They're in really great hands here. Just looking back at conference recognition last year, it's – there's not many seniors. It's really hard to find some seniors. It's a lot of sophomores and juniors and even some freshmen. So great hands for the EWC for girls for this year and the next year. So unlike the boys were, which we'll talk about where it was a, have a, a lot of seniors involved in that conference team from last year. But uh, Robert, is there anything else you want to add right now about the girls team, the girls conference? No, I mean, really, I think we covered pretty much all of it. There's not really too many players that got left off the list that I want to be like, watch this person. And, I mean, for the boys, I think I have a lot of players to watch. But, yeah, really, 
I don't, I don't see many with the girls that um, I just know of that are just going to pop off. Well, Robert, I got a surprise for you here. We're going to see how well you know your brilliant lions for girls basketball. I got some trivia here. We got three questions. You ready? All right. All right. Let's go. True or false. Was Megan Schumann a unanimous selection for first team her freshman year? True or false? False. True. She was. She was unanimous her freshman year, her first team. Yeah, makes sense. I I just assumed freshmen usually don't. uh, Yeah, that just shows how talented a player she is. I mean, but all right, here we go, Robert. Question two. Last year. Who gave Brilliant its lone conference loss for girls basketball? Ron Colley. Yep. Uh, 52 to 55 loss Thursday, January 7th at Brilliant. So, all right. You're one for two, Robert. Let's see if you can go two for three for the Brilliant line faithful. Let's go here. What team ended Brilliant, the Brilliant girls basketball season? Wrightstone. Yep. You got her two for three for Robert Schimmick. So, He's not perfect for, for the girls basketball. That's okay. Two for three. We'll take it. Um, but yeah, Robert, um, I just wanted to throw three fun questions in there for girls basketball season. As you said, I mean, it kicked off two days ago. Now it was Tuesday night was some of the first non-con games and it'll be a lot of fun. And what's your plan again, if you want to tell the audience for how you're going to post about it throughout the year. Yeah. So, I mean, I initially planned on being at most games and just posting a lot girls I'm not exactly sure I'm not, I'm, and I'm not going to do I think it gets kind of annoying when there's games every night so I'm not going to post every girls game um, later in the year when there's some games that are important for rankings and conference standings I think I'll do that and throughout the season maybe every two weeks I'll kind of update who's leading the stats who's looking good surprise people and the standings but I I just think it would get too annoying if I'd post every, you know, Chilton's playing uh, Young Cogs tonight or Chilton's playing this team or New Holstein's playing them. I think it, I think it'd just get a little annoying. So I'm obviously not going to do games. I'll do standings. Well, maybe every one to two weeks in rankings, every one to two weeks. Yeah, it's a fair way to look at it. So be on the lookout for those updates from Mr. EWC himself at EWC underscore sports on Instagram is where you'll find him. Us, Instagram, Jordan Drew underscore sports crew. Facebook, Jordan Drew the sports crew. And YouTube, Jordan Drew the sports crew. So yeah, with that being said, thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Jordan Drew the sports crew, the perfect podcast for you.